Hey, Shucker Patty here. It's Oysterlicious, and I'm on the Oyster Roads again. On the roads again. Driving my car, talking about, as you know, oysters. Today is oyster shucking again. This is the year that I won the World Championships. This is sort of how it went. I won the Canadian Championships. I, tra- I trained for a month in Starfish, and I got to go to the Worlds. When you get to the World Championships, there's a procedure that goes on. There is an event. It's in a tent at a certain time. You have things to do ahead of time, though. You, there's a parade. You represent Canada. There's a dinner in the evening before. There's a gala dinner the night of afterwards, and then there's brunch the day after, the day afterwards as well. So there's many different things that you have to do that you will do to work and compete as a, a national representative. So this year I won uh, the Canadians, and I get to go. And I knew what I was going to do, and I had practiced ahead of time. What you do originally as well, the event doesn't go on until it starts around 2 in the afternoon. The parade is about 12 noon. But they have to prepare and shuck a lot of oysters. And we don't get the Galway oyster yet in Canada in 2002. We want to practice. We as the royal we as, a, as we're shucking now. So we as an I talk in the royal we when I talk of we. It's me. So when we are shucking oysters, we want to train with the same oyster. And we don't get a lot of time to practice with the Galway Bay Oyster unless you're in Galway. So there is an opportunity for all shuckers to go and work the morning of. And they start at about 7 in the morning. The Kellys are there early in the morning, and there's, it's a beautiful time. You cannot, this is my favorite time of the year. A cool ocean breeze. It's September. It's sweater weather in Ireland. The sun is shining, but the mist is over the air, over the bay, and... Nothing could be finer. The salt, the, the smell of Ireland at that point is fantastic as well. You're entering in the tent. It's quiet. You, it's like entering into any big sporting arena or big game. It's a, a festival that you're entering to. The stage is on the right-hand side, and the service area is at the back. And it's as far as a football field to the far end of this tent. And the Kellys are there, and their hired gun, again, pirate shuckers, um, that are helping Seamus, Patty Burke, and Tommy O'Neill. Fabulous names in the Oyster game, but they would have competed, and they did compete for Ireland the day before, and the, none of them had won, but they're there that morning because they're hired to shuck and present the thousands of oysters to feed the two or 3,000 people to watch the oyster competition. They need to eat oysters. And so they're prepping up from about 7 in the morning till 12 noon, and they pre-shuck a bunch of oysters so they can get those oysters to the people without having to put a strain on anyone else. This is the time where the world competitors get to warm up in the tent from 7 in the morning till 12 noon. So the concept is you get in there to shuck and, and practice. You cannot have a better time. It's just oysters. It's just shuckers. You have 20 different shuckers from across the globe, and you watch their techniques. Uh, Everyone has a different and wonderful technique, and you get that sense of camaraderie right away. Having a cup of tea, having a breakfast roll at 9 o'clock when the Kellys go and get a breakfast roll. You've been shucking oysters from early in the morning, uh, and it's cool to cold out. You've got a sweater on. You're working. You're just shucking. And it's quiet. Some people have Walkmans on and they are listening to music. Some people are chatting. 
Seamus, of course, is chatting about what he's doing and what he's going on. We're having a great time. Eamon, uh, uh, Eamon Preston would be here. And he is the, the literally the granddaddy of us all. Uh, I have a picture of him uh, a couple of years later. Uh, we'll talk about Eamon Preston as a, as a fantastic character. Uh, was there as well. And he would help the new people. I was new at this, showing technique on how to work around 30 oyster, the Galway oyster, and what he would do. And so you learn from everybody, which was, and this is the time to watch and learn. So as you're warming up and getting ready, and I have my technique, and this is the third time I've been here. So there's new people here, uh, people from uh, Singapore uh, that were showcasing and uh, showcasing different styles and techniques to them as well. Uh, lovely little techniques. I'm working on my technique on how I want to present, and people are watching, Dieter Berger is watching, which is a, a world champion unto himself, uh, Swedish national, and he's won it, I believe, once, and same with uh, Bernard Gauthier, who is French national, fastest shucker, several times. Uh, they're watching, and everybody kind of watches at the side, okay, that's looking pretty good. And I go, and I'm shucking, and I, something happens where I'm warming up on plates of six, because that's what we need to do. Six, flat times six, flat times six. Shucker presents six, stack them up. Next dump of oysters come from the Kellys. We're just working on the six, eating a couple. Seven in the morning, fantastic. Well, by about 9, 9.30, I've had a cup of tea. We've had our breakfast roll. We're back into it, and it's in the, in the Shucker's tent having a good time. I look up for a second. And as I took my eye off the oyster, the knife slid through the top layers of the oyster and in through my finger. And I didn't know how bad. I Oh, that that's not good. So it was my middle finger next to the index. Second one in, right at the base. And I go, oh, that's not good. You don't, the last thing you want to do is cut yourself a, during competition, or B, before competition. And the last thing, last thing you want to, when you want to get cut, if you're going to get cut, is on the second last oyster, or the last oyster of the competition. And so you can suck it up and away you go. This was back in the days I did not have a glove on. Either. I was a gloveless shucker. Uh, but well trained in the verse of what I had to do. So I believe I put my, the knife through my finger. And I look at it, open it up, and look at it, nothing, no blood. I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh, there's nothing. There's no blood. I'm okay. Maybe I just grazed it. I'll go to the sink and wash my hand. So that's what I did. And now Dieter has already seen the notice that I've gone. And they, oh, something's happened. Everybody kind of knows in this small little room that something happened to Patrick or a shucker has, has got cut. So I'm going to go wash my hand. And I go and wash my hand, turn the water on. And I look again, nothing. So I go and poke the spot. I, I push the spot where I cut myself and it's literally bleeding out of two sides so I did actually cut myself I punctured and went right through my finger did not graze bone did not slay it was just on the skin side so nothing else happened so it was it was bad but it could have been a lot worse so of course again in my training I'm like okay don't freak out can't freak out this is the big game you have to go on stage and shock in a couple of hours how's that gonna happen I just put the knife through my finger my finger let's get that stitched up or figured out it's two 
it's too close for stitches. And I know at this point in time in the 90s, I've done it a number of times. Even the doctor saying we don't stitch, we're just going to put some glue on it and we're going to go from there. So I was looking for glue or band-aids. I had a whack of band-aids. I was good. So what I did, first and foremost, wash out, bandage up, tourniquet with a cloth my hand. And I went out to find surgical stitches, uh, surgical tape, if I could, pharmacy, whatever. And so I went around to two or three pharmacies to see what I could find. Nothing. I want surgical glue and or stitch tape, special tape type of thing. Nothing. Okay, don't freak out. There's stuff you can do. It's now 11 o'clock. Parade's at 12. Contest is at 2. So everyone's arranging. Now we have to go back downtown to Air Square to the hotel where it all starts up. The parade starts up. So I go and I get into the hotel and I decide to just go to the bathroom and check it out. So everyone's asked, are you okay? Dieter Burner's like, you all right? I go, yeah, yeah, I caught myself. Should be fine. It'll be okay. I'll just, I'll work on it. It'll be cool. So what I thought of, and I looked at the Band-Aid now that I was looking at it, it it's just started bleeding out. So it's like, okay, at least I know I have some time for it. So let me practice this. Again, I washed up. It was a pretty, very good cut. It was very good. It, it bled profusely. Uh, so those who are squeamish, thank good. You can't, you can't see anything. There's no pictures. I'm just talking about it, but we won't talk about it much. So I washed up the cut, and I washed up where it was and made it nice and clean. And I decided, so I put two Band-Aids, one on either side, did a really tight weave of bandages, just regular plain old Band-Aids, bandaged it up. And again, this is a time where I did not have a surgical glove. We didn't play into what surgical gloves are back then. We just knew. So I kept the, the fingers with three or four Band-Aids around. I still have my flexibility my, of my regular hand. And it looked good. And I just sort of left it there. Went to the parade, grabbed my flag, boop, 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 talked to my wife, Allison. I showed her, I said, see that? She goes, oh my God, what'd you do? I go, my fridge or my finger. She was the first one. She said, don't even, don't even fucking think about this. I'm like, yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> don't even think about it. Did you just have to go up there? How, what's it going to Okay, fine. 15, 20 minutes later, I noticed that a little bit of blood started showcasing through the three band-aids that I had over top of it. I go, good, I have 20 minutes before I can see a sign of blood. Because, again, you cannot bleed into your oyster in competition. That is a major penalty of 20 or 30 seconds. Plus, it's not healthy. You just can't do this. So, I wanted to see how long it took before I had to re-bandage up and if, or any blood would drip anywhere. So, I had 20 minutes. The idea is this, I need five minutes max from rebandage package, walk up on stage, dump the oysters, three, two, one, go shuck. Two and a half minutes later, 2.40, up and walk off stage. That's five minutes. I have 20 minute window with a perfectly bandaged situation. So that was my plan. It's now one o'clock. We are entering into the theater, the tent, with all the, the, the parade marching, we finish, parade goes through town, we finish the parade at the tent, all of the customers come in after the shuckers, we put our flags in a little bucket, and then we 
absolutely have a beverage. Off for a Guinness to start. Some people get nervous. They don't want a Guinness. That's fine with you. I, prof I absolutely say three is what you want to look. That's your magic number. Three Guinness before you start. That's a personal training thing. So one Guinness I'm in, the second Guinness I decide now it's time to repackage. When I got, we got called out as shuckers, get called to the judging tent to be explained rules and regulations. So we get called out to the tent and we all go. That's where I repackage. I know I have about 20 minutes. We figure out what heats we are at. I believe I was in the second heat. So I wanted to repackage my hand in a way that it would be, I have a 20 minute window before bleeding. Great. So repackaged, everything's fine, not worried. Just focusing on the sound of the oyster of where I want it to be in the world of the competition. The sound of the oyster is what I'm looking for. How it the steel glides across the shell, how the hinge sounds, how the scrape of the meat sounds on the bottom. There's all different sounds, but I'm focusing on the sound because the crowd is really loud. They yell, they scream, they everything. You get up on stage, you're called up to stage, and you're announced, Patrick Murray representing Canada, and then the crowd gives you a moniker, a name, a nickname, so that you're, and that is what your tray gets named to go to the judges. The judges do not know what the name of the shucker is or what country they're from because the crowd invents names. They use the same names every year. Superman, Batman. They go through all the different superheroes. Then there's some local color names. Uh, then there's things you can't call certain people. Uh, you can't call the American player Uncle Sam for obvious reasons. Uh, you can't call the Canadian person a beaver or a moose for obvious reasons. So they come up with different names. So they give me Keller. Uh, Scappy is another weird name. Hannibal was one that uh, George Hastings from the United States was equipped with. Uh, they come up with these lovely little names and it gets on a yellow, yellow sticky and it goes on to your tray. And that tray goes to the judges at that point in time. So Killer is my name. I get it, tagged onto the thing, thank you very much, and you arrange everything you need. To shuck at the worlds, you do 30 oysters. There are no extras. You're given 30 oysters. Well, if it's a terrible oyster, don't worry, you have to you just go to the next one. So that, I don't have to think about right there. To finish the worlds, you have to ring a bell. So you have a little brass bell. You have to grab it and ring it. So you have to understand that that is your game plan as well. 30 oysters, straight little lines, grab a ringy bell and shake it. Part of my training was that as well, that I practiced on grabbing the bell, which can get misplaced. It can jump. It can go anywhere. So you have to ring the bell. And there's thousands of people watching. So I get called up on stage. I know my hand is injured, but I'm okay. It's not looking like anything. I'm focused on this shucking. And this is the year that Japan came, which is great. We love it. And they brought a camera crew. And the camera crew was on stage videotaping the whole thing delicious we love all this except it created a very tight framework on the stage you have the shuckers the judges you have the callers the timers the MC and then everyone else and you don't have a lot of space to put all those people and still run a contest so we line up I arrange everything the MC calls out three two one go and I'm in go fast start 
beautiful fast start off the top. I'm shucking one, two, three, four, five, shucking through these oysters and enjoying. And eventually, what happens is the the, the MC always calls out for the for the crowd they want to see. They want to know where the shucker is. So the crowd, the MC goes, uh, Scappy has 14 oysters. Killer, 22 oysters. Blue is eight oysters. The numbers are always being called out. Now, I also know that by the time the announcer calls it, I'm already two oysters up, so I don't listen to what the announcer says because I'm already at a different number. And I know that in my head by how I move. So I don't listen to him, but the crowd listens. Everyone else listens. So the announcer announces the numbers as it comes along halfway through the contest. Killer happens to be above or faster than everybody else on this heat. And I'm not paying attention to this, but the camera people were. And what happened was, camera group comes in and takes this shot over my, they come behind me and they want to take this shot over my shoulder of me opening up oysters as me being right-handed. Opening up oysters and so it's going to be a tight shot. And as I'm competing, I'm shucking this oyster, the cameraman can't see how close he is to me, bumps my elbow, knife hand, slips, goes into palm of right hand. I look down quickly and I was told by a customer, this is what happened because I don't really remember that much of what it looked like. In my head, this is what happened. Knife hits palm. I go out, look at palm. I've stopped shucking oysters. I palm not bleeding, but has cut in middle. Look up at oyster hand shoulder camera three inches from nose. Think, do I put knife through lens? Not a good look. Do I step back and complain and do a redo? That's not where I like to be. I'm doing, I'm on a good time frame here. I'm going to go back and shuck oysters. So that's what I did. I went back. I stopped for two, three seconds. Stopped, look at my hand, look at this. Went back and shucked oysters. The judges pulled the camera guy away. They knew that I got bumped. So I went back and finished it. Apparently, a customer came back up to me or one someone watching watched me and told me this story you got bumped you looked at your hand you looked at the camera you went white as a sheet and I've never seen such an angry more focused face on anyone in my life and you went right back at it and shuck you kept shucking and you just went faster I don't even know how that's humanly possible but this is where it went to I finished rang the bell and I stood up and I looked at the judge and I looked at my hand and yes there was a cut I looked at my plate of oysters there is no blood there was barely any blood on my hand but I said to the judge if there is any blood on this tray of oysters I would like the opportunity for a redo without a cameraman available to bump my shoulder or elbow please and thank you and they go no problem we'll figure that out they granted no blood. There was no blood in the oyster and I was fastest off that heat in 2 minutes and 34 seconds. Now, not where I wanted to be. I wanted to be sort of second fastest, but in the heat, you want to be at really either fastest or second fastest so that you will have the right time. 
So at 234, it ended up being second fastest over all of the heats. And the Oyster was such in a position and well designed that judgment came out and I won first place overall. So it was kind of a wild and screwy day overall, lots of fun and exciting. Um, but you never know what's going to happen. The idea with the competition, as with any competition, you have to be focused on what you are doing. The task at hand, knowing that, be efficient and be as quick as you can and understanding that things may go wrong. And if you can figure that out, oh, it's a different world altogether. If you can figure out how things, if it goes wrong, what could possibly go wrong, you couldn't figure that out or what are the consequences with that. So I was fortunate in the sense that I had already been up on my time. Uh, I got great looking oysters. I had a great feel on those oysters and in the end won first place overall. And it was uh, a great day. Uh, so in the end, I won this wonderful trophy and it holds three and a half pints of Guinness. I only know this because at the, at the dinner that evening, I received, you received the trophy because there was a black tie dinner after winning. You received the trophy and you took it to the bartenders instantly and said, you will fill this up, please. And he said, yeah, absolutely. And I passed it. First thing I did, I, you have a sip of it. You pass it to all the shuckers. The second thing you do, you give it to the mayor. And so the mayor of Galway had a sip from the cup and you pass it around to everybody. And it's just what is done. And such a wonderful time at the Galway Oyster Festival. The gala dinners, the dancing on the tables, the, 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 the robo, the black tie dinner is another story altogether of which it is so interesting in the Irish culture of what you do at a black tie dinner back in those days. And apparently it's only a Galway Oyster Festival thing of chair dancing. I'll have to describe to you what the heck chair dancing is because apparently I'm a chair dancing Egypt and I am actually very good at this. I don't know how, but it just happened over the years of going. But we'll have to describe to you what chair dancing is in another story. So winning the world championship afterwards, the one thing that I remember most is as I pull into my driveway, pulling into with the car and the Oyster Roads, finishing up this story, Anne Flanagan, one of the organizers, the Queen Bee of the Oyster Festival in Galway, uh, said to me, congratulations on your win. Now, what you make of it is your own. There's not, there's no big money. You don't win a car. I win crystal vase and I, I get a, a trip out of it from the Canadian side and the Irish side. And we get this beautiful trip and everything is taken care of, but you don't buy it. You don't get a house. You don't get any money for this. This is, but she said, and it's wise words you can do with this award what is best for you. You can spin this and use it for to your advantage in any way, shape or form. It's been in 2021 is actually uh, 19 years ago is when I won this. I am still the world champion uh, because of 2002. I'm Galway, uh, Galway 2002 world champion oyster shucker and no one will ever take them away from you. John Maxwell, wonderful mentor in the Irish pub world of Allen's on the Danforth and Dora Keogh's mentioned to that me, oh, did mention that to me uh, when we had our parade 
When we got back from the World Championships, we had a parade that was very kind that, that Rodney's put on for me. They, we got a bus. We went everywhere. John Maxwell came with us as well. And John said, you know, that you will always be the world champion of 2002. You can bracket it, but you will always be a world champion oyster shark. You will never take that away. You may not win it again ever, but think of it this way. You've won it. And that is a goal into itself. And I, I, I said, that's stupendously wise words again. And using those ideas in the contest to my advantage as a business owner, we whipped it up and created everything that came with it. Uh, coming home it was a fantastic moment we had a, par a party at my street we had a party at starfish and those are the days before social media so it was all written invitations and you're invited or phone calls or whatnot uh and lots of fun the next call of course came from christine cushing saying why don't you come you just won the world championships why don't you come to uh the tv show and, and what do you want to do i go well there's this guinness book of world records thing and of course, this is another story down the Oyster Road. Next time I'm driving, we'll talk about this again. I am Patrick McMurray, Shucker Patty. This has been an Oysterlicious moment, talking about Oyster Roads in the world of Oyster Shucking. World Championship of Oyster Opening 2002. We will talk to you again. Just keep on shucking.